our lives. The Lord, we may not be shallow in our work with you. We don't want to, Lord, operate. Should be there. We are declaring what you've revealed unto us, unto our world. Because, Lord, it is your will for us to know perfectly the ordained glory for our Hannah. I give you the praise this day. I ask you, Lord, to teach us this morning in a special way, in a unique way, in a language, in the tone, in the volume that all can fully grasp. Let today's word, Lord, equip your people. I declare that, Lord, it shall get to us, mean that, Lord, you've ordained for this message. This will go all over the world, Lord, to bring light, to beam the light of the glory in the face of Jesus, which shines in our heart, Lord, unto all to see. Let the blindness of the mind and the heart of people, Lord, be removed today. Heal all of their spiritual, Lord, defects, and let the word enter them. Let the engrafted word, Lord, today bring to them the fruit it talks about. Let all appreciate the fullness of the grace of God. Let the grace of God become real, Lord. Let today's message, Lord, reveal the gospel, the truth, the truth of the gospel. Let the grace, Lord, become so real unto men. The grace that is, that is revealed, Lord, for men's salvation, for men's, Lord, victory and their work with you in the, in the spirit be perfected. Let today's light, Lord, give more light to your people. Let this be a key for revelations to be flowing. Let this open their, their, their ground, their heart, Lord, for a deeper revelation and for sweet fellowship with you i take authority over the airwaves right now and i declare that jesus is lord and the name that is exalted above all other name is what i preach in and by that name lord i cast out devils and by that same effect lord the grace and anointing of this service lord will bring your people into alignment with your will thank you for bringing healing thank you for bringing deliverance salvation lord health prosperity and well-being, soundness of heart and mind, cast not fear, and bring him in out of bondage. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Wow, I thank God for this privilege to share the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is obvious because the word of God is replete with um, or what pointers pointing to the truth that. There is a purpose for which God created man. And um, it is half truth to think that God created man for fellowship. It goes beyond that. Now, God decided to have man in his image and likeness. You see, I've told you already. Um, first of all, for fellowship, yes. That the fellowship would birth or, or would move on to the next dimension, that is sonship. Now, um, God wants to have fellowship with man so god made man in his image and also that man will grow into the likeness of god that is to function like god so fellowship is supposed to birth that growth or that oneness with god that is um sonship for authority and that sonship is what um elicits or birth or espouses that dominion over all things sons of god is um is a concept by god himself to reflect or replicate the kingdom of god in the earth to establish god's will in the earth 
all of creation awaits. They are not waiting for the Son of God. They are not. They are not waiting for Jesus, but they are waiting for the sons of God. All of creation they travel in pain together. They are looking forward to the sons of God, and it's through fellowship that we, we grow. As we see, we become like Him. We grow. The more we have fellowship with God, the more we increase in strength, the more we increase in knowledge, the more we increase in wisdom. And the more we hear God, the more we grow. And that fellowship would lead us to sonship or maturity. And that is where authority and dominion is established fully. So God has spared his sons who are in fellowship with him, oneness with him, to grow into sonship and that sonship connotes authority or dominion to be in a realm of dominion and um, we have to grasp the truth well today's uh, message um, is quite promising because God will unveil to you the counsel of his will what is spirituality what is spirituality? In our previous episode, sequel to today's, we've, we've touched on several pertinent topical issues, um, making and understanding spirituality a topical compendium. It, it, it is um, because of the sick, you know, the topics that we've touched on, it makes the whole um, episodes uh, a, 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 a topical compendium. We've touched on um, spiritual, you know, the soul training, we've looked at. Um, how the soul uh, makes contact with the spirit of God. We touch on the composition of man. Um, we delve into understanding the, the composition of man as a spirit possessing soul living in a body. That a spirit makes contact with God in true fellowship. The soul also gives, on the other hand, gives a functional expression and experiences of the human spirit. Whatever the condition and the character of your spirit is, is exactly what your soul expresses. The soul becomes a neutral carrier, the neutral transmitter of whatever the soul, the spirit, is composed of. Of course, today I'll, I'll, I'll take my time to talk about addictions and where they are formed and the reason why there are so many voices as people deviate and they leave church and they hear voices of the spirit of, of the spirit that is not of God. They hear seducing spirit because how they fed their soul, not having trained their spirit in the right way and not having trained their soul in the right way. The Bible shows us soul training, how to train a soul to reflect and to be able to carry out the instructions, the guidance of the spirit. The human spirit, as it were, makes contact with God. The human spirit knows all things. The Bible says in Proverbs 3 27 that the spirit in man, the spirit in man is God's own kindle. The Bible says in the book of Job 32, verse 8, that, that there is a spirit in man. The see, the inspiration of the Almighty, the Holy Ghost, the, the name of God, the breath of God, grants him understanding. So the human spirit understands the things of the spirit and knows God. God comes to walk in the cool of the garden by a voice. God came in a voice. And that is why there are so many voices on the minds of people. And they tell you it's in their spirit. No. You have to be there. You have to know spirituality. You have to know that you are composed of spirit, soul, and body. I, I tackled most of these things in our previous episodes. Sequel to today's. And so the soul gives a functional expression and experiences to the human spirit. Listen, the ways of sin, the Bible says, is death, and that's from the human spirit, making the soul uh, with its limited reasoning. 
and emotions to lead man with choices or selection, not necessarily based on God's will or the word of God. What I just said implies that as man sins, the Bible says that in the day that you, you shall eat of this, you shall die. And I told you that in that same garden, there were two trees. Genesis 2 verse, verse, verse 19. See, there was a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And at the same time, the tree of life in that same garden. God has put a man to eat of the tree of life first before eating of knowledge. Why? Because that tree of knowledge rep- you see, represents Jesus. It's the typology of Jesus. It's the tree of life. It's the bread of life. It is the fountain of life. Are you following? So, it is, the Bible says, look, look at it. The Bible says in the book of Titus 2, verse 11, that the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men. Look at the teaching and admonition. So, it, the grace of God is able to teach us. So, with no knowledge, with no knowledge, with grasp knowledge of good and evil, by way of eating of that tree of life, but man went out of the tree of, of, of the knowledge of good and evil first. And that's the law. God has fed us to, you know, know grace first. The main purpose of, of, of man, <laughs> Ecclesiastes says that the whole duty of man is to, is to, is to fear God. <laughs> the word fear right there does not mean um, 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 phobia. You see, it also means delia, right? Reverential fear to serve God, to service. The thing is to serve. We've been called to serve. I will, I will explain to you. Make sure you stay connected to keep and to dread the garden. Inside of that garden was the tree of life as well. That God wanted man to tend the garden, tend the tree of life, to dress and to keep it. And that's the gospel we preach. The gospel. The truth of the gospel is grace. To know the truth of the gospel. And that is called the grace of God. God wants grace to appear. And he says to dress, dress grace. And to keep it. Dress the message of salvation. Dress the gospel. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Everyone has been called to this life. The main reason for which you've been called is to know the Son of God, to know the tree of life. That's it. To have fellowship with the tree of life. And that brings us into sonship. That brings us into fellowship, sonship, and authority. God wants to reveal the Son to us. And that the Son will be revealed in us to our world through fellowship. That the Son will, will, will be revealed as men see us, they'll have a knowledge of who the Son is. That the Son of God will shine through us. We have this, we have this, this treasure in earthen vessel. We have this life of the Son in this body. Now follow this. So the wages of sin, as man sin, is submerge the human spirit. The spirit of the, the spirit of the Lord and that of man could commune. God will walk in the cool of the day via a spirit to make contact with man's spirit. The void as a message to commune with man. 
But after man sinned, man ran, man ran away. The, you know, fear came. I told you, fear came. It activated the soul to retain certain information that brought in guilt, ushered in guilt, shame, and fear. So man feared because of the guilt. And man saw his nakedness. He became aware of his nakedness. And became ashamed of, of himself. Spirituality is awareness. Sensuality too is awareness. So how do you strike the difference between the two? Between sensuality and spirituality. They all talk about awareness. The absence of this glow or this, this light in man's spirit ushered in doubt and ignorance. Greed and envy. Hatred and jealousy. Bitterness and ignorance, that's unbelief. Doubt and ignorance, unbelief, doubt and ignorance, greed and envy, that's fear. Man is greedy, man envy because of fear. Hatred is what brings about jealousy and hatred. Bitterness, bitterness, bitterness. We hate because of the bitterness, the seed within the seed within the spirit well during our all night i thank god we we had an exposure on grace that we are we are made to have retained growing grace grace is all that god wants us to know and we do all things by grace <laughs> and we saw the carnality of man and there's, there's another law that breaks the law of sin and death okay so the soul then with its limited reasoning because the soul reasons the spirit designs all things is able to capture grasp the mind of god the thought of god the plans of god the will of god but when man sin and the soul took over it's limited reason you know it it's limited uh, um, um, ability cause it to reason the reasoning and emotions let man with its choice or selection which are not necessarily based on God's will the main purpose of man was not to till the ground from whence it was taken get this in again <laughs> look at it see what I saw to cover from the spirit it, it brought in cravings and strange desires and reasoning. The soul then began to condition the spirit. Now listen, because I feel like, and the soul is meant to make contact with spirit, right? Your own, your own spirit. As man begin to feel wrongly, I have explained already, whatever you feel in the flesh, it is your soul that is able to express it. If there is a pain, yes. If there's a smell, your senses of the body, there's a smell. What does this smell? The interpretation of the smell. No, this is more vanilla. This is more vanilla. No, this is chocolatey. No, this is like a um, rotten egg. It's the soul that is able to reason and to tell that truly 
this smells like rotten egg. It is a function of the soul. God breathed into man. See, a man became a living soul. <laughs> now, so as the as the soul craves for something, because the spirit is no more after the fall of man, because the spirit is not one with God, it cannot actually lead. The soul took over to lead the flesh. To me, the body, and I explain what it means, the difference between the body and the flesh. That's a bonus. If you can join the platform and ask those who are in the meeting, they can explain to you. I explain, and I wouldn't do that again. The difference between the flesh and the body. The body is not evil, but the flesh. In the flesh, do let no good thing. Romans 7. In the flesh, do let no good thing. When the soul begins to lead the body, the flesh is activated and the cravings so maybe one will crave for 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 sex or crave for for food let's use sex or would be envious of what another person Because the spirit is supposed to, you know, be guiding man with its conscience, the mind of, of the spirit. See, the mind of the spirit is the conscience. The eyes of the spirit too, the conscience. Now, it is supposed to tell man, no, this is wrong. But because there is no flow of God's spirit through man, man's human spirit, the soul now leads with emotions. Eyes. And because the soul is meant to experience, pay attention, because the soul is meant to experience the spirit realm as communicated by the spirit, if the spirit fails to, to function right, then the soul will condition the spirit. For instance, how can one have the spirit of fornication? Very simple. Now, because the soul took over, Normal for anyone at all to feel emotional, right? Because you have a soul. Now, um, why would one have a spirit of, of bitterness or sorrow or the spirit of heaviness? The soul ushered in that. Now the soul became so um 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 so unhappy and started expressing sorrow. Now Instead of the spirit to make contact with the, with the Holy Ghost or with God, that in God there is joy, there is peace, no, it is silence. Because the Bible says, In the day that you eat of this tree, you shall die. So the spirit of man died, the soul took over. The light of the spirit died. So the ways of God, the ways of God, the path of righteousness, deleted man. A man was blind to that. And became alive unto sin, alive unto the flesh, alive unto the detects of the soul. So because I feel like um like fornicating, and I fornicate, the spirit the spirit now doesn't check. When the spirit of fornication, because spirit draws from spirit, spirit attracts spirit. 
Now, when a spirit of fornication comes around, my soul now is in line with that. So my soul will begin, or your soul will begin to express the presence of the spirit around. Because the human spirit was meant to be fed by spirit, we drink spirit, drink, spirit, drink from spirit. Like spirit function alike. And they draw each other. Are, are you following? Are you following? I want to know. Feedback. Are you following? Yes, sir. Good. Because spirit draw from spirit. Because spirit draw from spirit. So long as um I have the desire, you know, I have the craving, it's normal craving for the wrong thing. Good. I attract a spirit, and that spirit, my own soul can express. Now, when I start expressing that in the body, and the soul begins to also experience the feelings of the of the of the of the body, that's the flesh. It then begins to affect the human spirit. Already, the spirit of man is dead and needs activation. No wonder the apostle Paul says that the law is spiritual. And when the law came in, the law activated the works of sin in me, rather. Why? Man had known good and evil already. And so when the law came, rather, it came in to activate the wrong thing. Because man's spirit has not been conditioned again after the fall to do the right thing. Are you following? It's been conditioned to do the wrong thing. So when we keep preaching the law, the law, the law, we make people sin the t all the time. And they sin the more. Apostle Paul said in the book of Ephesians 5, you see, there are things that must not be named among the saints as becoming a saint. As we become saints, we must not program ourselves this way. We have to be careful the things we hear. Uh, praise God. Good. Now, this is it. So, the spirit in man, because he needs inspiration from the Almighty, according to Job 32 verse 8, as a, the spirit is not in line with God, not making contact with God, and the spirit was made to make contact with the spirit realm, the wrong spirit can, can, can just come in. It can draw, draw from the wrong spirit because already your soul is expressing. The soul is expressing. Imagine, how could... Look, look at it. Look at it. Adam and Eve were in the garden. The devil came to appeal to the soul. Look at it very well. To the body and the soul. But the spirit was, 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 was not in defiance. You see, to God's word. It was in line and in with God. But look at it. So long as the eye saw and it communicated and it saw that mm, this could be nice, it could be good for food. And it was told that as you eat, it will fight. It will... The reason why people have the spirit of fornication, spirit of the perpetrated that act once or maybe their soul has not been trained and so they jump for the wrong spirit <laughs> hallelujah praise god hallelujah praise god hallelujah look at it in first corinthians 10 the verse 3 and 4 the bible says and did all eat the same spiritual meat? Uh huh. And did all drink the same spiritual drink from that?
for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was christ listen spirit drink from spirit that's why you have to be very careful the things you hear the reason why you have to be very careful the bible says that righteous lord lord dwelling among them he vex his soul by hearing and seeing hearing and seeing the wrong stuff all the time he vex his soul his soul lord dwelling among them we did that last week versus soul by hearing the wrong stuff continually the soul can be affected the soul can become dysfunctional and that leads to the addictions and when it affects the spirit then you can have the spirit of masturbation the spirit of lies the spirit of this the spirit of that working all manner of evil within the man whatever form of addiction man is into is spiritual command spirit that is why he cannot stop it takes a spiritual force to stop it it takes a spiritual force to stop it now so uh, there is it in the book of Ephesians 2 I want to show you Ephesians 2 to buttress this very point Ephesians 2 father I thank you now look at it the Bible says in the verses 1 and 2 look at it and you has has it quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins dead in sins and trespasses overwhelmed by trespasses transgressions and sins wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world walking according to the patterns of this world according to the prince of the power of the air this spiritual the spirit that now works in the they drank from the wrong spirit around them the reason why when we stay that when we stay around wrong people for for long we can be affected the reason why the bible says come out from among them because there is such a thing as spiritual pollution if there is sanctification if there is sanctification consecration then there is also desecration and pollution the kind of things you hear the kind of things you hear praise the lord Hallelujah. the bible talk about the root of bitterness springing up the root of bitterness springing up the bible says in the book of hebrews 12 listen to this verse 15 looking diligently lest any man should fail of the grace of god listen all i'm sharing today is an attempt to let you understand that spirituality is about the grace of god knowing the grace of god being aware it's about servicing the grace i'll get it shortly so looking diligently lest any man should fail of the grace of god lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby many be defiled you see the root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby many be defiled is there someone with bitter spirit is there someone who has allowed thoughts 
about the pastor, about the church, about the leaders, about things, allowing said voices. It creates bitterness. And we, we should have gotten this by now. We should have bought the bus by now. We should have done this. And it's it's a spirit. Meditation on the wrong thing, the negativities, settings as you don't have, what, what you've not been able to do, and not the things you've done, what the group has not been able to achieve, accomplished, how that the pastor failed you, or someone spoke against you, and not how that they came together to pray for you. You forget all the good things, and this will cause bitterness. The Bible says, the root of bitterness. I told you, jealousy and hatred jealousy and hatred you be jealous you have to speak to others the defilement over here has to do with the word you speak as people hear when you listen to a man who is embittered their word because it's spiritual their words can defile they can affect your soul. They talk in a way that you can understand them. It's also a you know a river. It get see it can drown you. It can get you drowned. You will sink and start feeling the same way. Let there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one muzzle of bread sold his bed right. So, you don't need to give, see, give room. Make, do, do not make room for such thoughts. Give the devil no space. This is how can people start fighting churches, fighting their pastors, fighting people. They are so, see, they are so embittered. They, 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 they make experiences, past experiences, negative experiences take over their soul. While we ask the Holy Spirit to let the living waters take over our soul. We have this spirit, this living waters in our spirit. But it has to take over the soul. Rain. And get our souls drowned. That we shall be still and know. We shall stop the activity of the soul. And know that truly is God. Stop our will and our emotions. Stop our choices. And know that God is truly our God. The main purpose of man is to till the ground from whence he was taken. That's labor. Genesis 3, the verse 20, 23, man was um, was sent out of the garden to, as it were, to the ground. Look at it. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the garden of God, you see, the garden of Eden, to till the ground from whence he was taken. Man was sent out. That's when he was, drove, he was driven out of the garden. God drove man out of the garden and placed uh, at the east of the garden the the and um of eating cherub cherubims and, and they are covering angels to cover the glory and a flaming soil returns every way to keep the way of the tree of life so every way there are several ways to the tree of life and god covered them all that's the reason for religion people are looking for their own ways to meet god but god has provided a better way for us that through the blood of his son the sacrifice you don't you don't use your own way it was god who blocked the way and god must open the way for us and no man trying to um, perform some ablutions and perform some rituals just so he will be admitted or accepted into that place now look at it so uh, man was initially asked to till 
and you dress the garden. And this is why I explain the message in proper context for you. In Genesis 2, the verse 15, the Bible says, And God, and the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden, into the garden of Eden, to dress it and to keep it. So the main thing was to dress and to keep the garden and not to till the ground. The ground that the soil, you see, that's where the flesh, you see, the, the, the body was taken from. Get it? God never told man to till the ground. The main purpose, see, God put man in the garden and the assignment was dress and to keep the garden of God, the presence of God. Dress and to keep it. But in the garden, in the midst of the garden was the tree of life. And God wanted man to dress and to keep this history of life, which is also called grace. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. Man left the perfect will of God for a realm of labor, trial, and error. So the soul, when the soul took over, man started, you see, he started trying. In the Garden of Eden, you know, there was no work for man to do. The only assignment given man was to dress and to keep the garden. That's all. And God saw this thing to be a great, a great time. And dress and to keep. <laughs> so man tilling the ground. Bet the labor first in him. So we have this trial and error. Let me try what to do. Acro discernment. Trial and error. A new realm of uncertainty and doubt. But the garden, see, the garden life had among the trees the tree of life that also required the keeping and dressing assignment. To be discharged. In the verse 9, the Bible says, Out of the ground, the Lord God, the Lord God, out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is present to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden. All the rest were good, present to the sight and for food, taste. It's all about the soul. But there was a tree of life, that spirit, the tree of the spirit, in the midst of the garden. And a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. As well. Which of these two trees do you think is spiritual? Or pertains to the human spirit? That is the tree of life. To be eaten. But knowledge, you know, is of the mind that's the soul father we thank you we thank you we declare speaking atoms right now speaking atoms as we delve deeper speaking tongues seek yourself the holy ghost for special understanding for revelation we understood from previous episodes that human spirit knew the ways of God. 
the human spirit knew the ways of God. God designed the human spirit to know his ways, to be in communion with him. It was designed to be prophetic. Proverbs 20, 27. As the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts, the human spirit received and retained knowledge and wisdom. Pay attention. These are the two things God has fed us to be servicing as our spiritual life for consecration. Spiritual knowledge and wisdom. This is where man fell. As the voice of the Lord came walking in the cool of the day, wisdom was elicited. Knowledge was espoused. You cannot make God and remain the same. God increased the knowledge of man. God was opening man up to a new life, a new channel. Showing man the way to the tree. Before God would get to the place where man would come to the consummation of times, the fullness of times, to eat of the tree, the devil came in and pushed the agenda of the tree of the knowledge. Not tree of knowledge, but the knowledge of good and evil. And that is called law. But the tree of life is God's grace. That is Jesus. The cherub that covered. Ah, Le Kabayaba. The tree. Le Kabaya. There was an east gate. There was a gate. Jesus says, I am the door. <laughs> in John 10, he calls himself the door. Is the gate. The same is translated in the Hebrew as the gate. Is the tree of life. Is that tree of life? And you remember that, that the, the, the sword could turn every way. That means it stopped the several ways to the tree. What does it mean? There's a way that's not right unto man. Man, will see, man may see a way to be good by the soulless ambitions, by the reasoning of man, the limited faculties of man. He might perceive the way. Ah, I have a way of making riches, I have a way. Of getting men follow me I have a way of deceiving men that's that would, that would be deception if you're not using God's channel as the truth then you're using deception and that leads to death the end of that such such way are the ways of death the Bible says there's a way that's not right but the end end are the way. if you open up channels one way by which Adam reached forth to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil brought the ways of death, sickness, deception. Look at the ways man is faced with now. Look at the challenges. Just a step. A deception that as you take one step, you'll be like God. And that step brought thousands and one ways backwards. Pain, troubles. Travail, labor, doubt, ignorance in the spirit of man. And look at it. The spirit of man it, it, it was designed by God to be prophetic, highly prophetic, knowing all things. See, whereas the soul is just um, uh, um, uh, conditioned to, to, to receive the condition of the spirit, able to experience whatever. And I explained to you from the day one. The reason why no spirit shall go to hell 
the body shall not go but the soul because the soul can experience all the pain and everything all the joy that god wants to give you is the soul that can experience the joy more than the body not the spirit the spirit is supposed to guide you the spirit is supposed to guide you for what thing know what the things of man say the spirit that is in man first Corinthians 2 10 and 11 it is the spirit of man that knows and i explained to you that all things in relation to you god put them in your spirit in Ephesians, in the book of Ephesians, thank you, Holy Spirit. Leka balaba yeto siprade, valada bahaya doko satele rekofade. Two verse ten. We are God's own workmanship. I will explain to you as um I get to the main purpose of man in the garden. I have, I have a note on that. I will explain that portion to you. Ephesians tells us that He made all things beautiful and set the worlds in the heart of man. Your world is in your heart. All the people that will come to you, what they may do against you, those who are no more interested in you and all, all those things, they are in your spirit. If only you can activate, see, if only you can activate the spirit, if only you can also activate the soul, you will know. You will know. <laughs> Long before they start misbehaving, God begins to show you that this man, this man, there are some people that before, for more than four months, God has already revealed. See. So what they are doing is just the work, the working, the voice that they hear within their soul. And that can be quenched. Look at this. Now, so the human spirit received and retained knowledge. And wisdom originally as god created it received and retained the knowledge that it received from god it was normal and so natural for man to function in wisdom and knowledge until man fell from his position of rest and god called adam adam where are you where are you i place you somewhere not location but position adam where i place you i've not found you here i've come for fellowship and you're not there where are you adam and the man fell from his position now the human soul has since tried to keep up, put up and consequently to make up for such a great fall and division the human soul has since tried to keep up with to put up and to consequently make up for such a great fall or division hence we see such reasoning we see a quest to to engage god in different ways and that's religion many of incense and trying stuff but the bible says that the hour has come and is now that the true worshipers shall worship in spirit and in truth he always makes provision now we looked into soul training previously that we can change life now that when one changes his mind his life can change and the Greek word met metanoia a change of mind a change of mind to see things differently to think differently 
is to have and experience a different life. Now, the life of man changes whenever his soul changes or the mind changes. The soul requires training, studying, and medita meditation on the word of God, bring the mind on the true ways of God. Imagine you only thinking what the scripture says. That makes you spiritual. Because the word of God is spirit. Jesus said in John 6, 63, the word that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. That means you are thinking life. To be spiritually minded, the Bible says, is life and peace. Romans 8, 5. To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You sow to the flesh, you have corruption. You sow to the spirit, you have life eternal. Now, because the ways of the tree of life are the ways of life. Ah, Galadiah was shot in Genesis 3 verse 24. Man is struggling and the soul is making every effort to please God. Worldliness and spirituality are two sharp contrasts. What does it mean to be worldly? What does it mean to be spiritual? What does it mean to be worldly? Sensual. And what does it mean to be spiritual? Spirituality is a mentality. It is a mentality. It is a function of the mind stayed on the realities that hold true in the spirit. Stay in the mind. Listen, if there's any man you know or woman you know who is a witch or wizard, when you insult, they know their strength lies in the spirit. You misbehave, but as soon as I make contact with the spirit, as soon as I, I, I assume my position in the spirit, I will show you where the power lies. That's their mindset. They can tell you, you do, do your words. I'll get you. It is a mentality. Witches that are not strong, they engage in open debates and they quarrel. But if you are strong, you keep quiet. You know who you are. <laughs> it's a matter of switching to the spirit, that's all. Know who you are. Cut off arguments. Because there could be arguments on the mind. The devil brings argument. Let us say produce venerable shadow. Somebody asked me, How could a serpent talk? I told him animals were talking before. That's how can they communicate? They, 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 they had a communion. They spoke. Eve and the serpent had some form of communion. Communication went on. A man was highly prophetic in such a way that even the thought of the serpent could be read. And fully understood by Eve. So either way, whether mere language and what kind of language did they speak? It's amazing. In the garden, the language was you see, words are spirit. They spoke spirit. <laughs> they never spoke Aramaic. They never spoke Latin. You think God came speaking English? No. God spoke. As God was speaking to all the trees and other things around, He spoke the Spirit, a language of the Spirit. 
Now, worldliness and spirituality are two sharp contrasts, and it depends on the soul, what the soul is retaining, what the soul is actually generating, what the soul is moving on, the information the soul processes. Spirituality, I've told you, is a mentality. Worldliness is also a mentality. Sensuality is a mentality. The Bible says that when they saw that it was good for food, they saw it, sensuality. It is an alignment of the thoughts. Spirituality is alignment of the thoughts and actions based on the truth. And sensuality is also the alignment of the mind, of the thoughts and actions based on the facts, the senses, what you are seeing, what you are feeling. If you, if you follow your feelings, you are sensual. If you only follow your heart because you are not happy today, uh, today I'm not happy with this guy, and you take a step as a result of what you are feeling or the experiences within your soul, you are only being sensual. You are only being worldly. And let me tell you what the Bible says in the book of James chapter 3 concerning such a person. In James 3, the Bible talks of this. Now, verse 13. Who is a wise man and, and endued with, with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation. You see, a wise man who is endued with with knowledge who has been lavished with 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 knowledge bestowed with some knowledge let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom he should show by the manifestations by his actions but if you have bitter envy uh-huh and strife in your heart oh my god i told these things are in the heart Glory not and lie not against the truth. This is not spiritual. This is not spiritual. Don't lie. If you have enviness and bitterness in your heart, you're not being spiritual. Do not lie. Don't rejoice. Don't glory against the truth. Don't lie against the truth. But wisdom descend not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilly. devilish. It is earthly. Things you are hearing around. Experiences of your world. Things around you. It is sensual, full of feelings, and devilish or demonic. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. Better wisdom that is from above is first pure, purity, peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated. It's very easy to say, oh, it's okay. This, I will not, I will not stay with this woman again. And then someone comes and says, listen, you just tolerate her. The Bible says not to put away. God hates putting away. You see, you don't need to talk plenty before because there's the seed of, of righteousness in that person already. You see, and the spirit of God must uh, 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 bring understanding to his spirit. So the words that I'm speaking now, these are the words of the spirit. So that must bring understanding. But so long as this man is saying, no, 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 and I will not accept that. <laughs> the Bible says that kind of wisdom, that cannot be entreated. That cannot be um, asked to, you know, pardon. That is demonic, devilish, and sensual, led by the feelings. 
if you want to know whether your wisdom is from God, whether you have spiritual wisdom, it is pure purity in thoughts. Its instructions are pure. They bring peace. They enjoy peace. Gentle. That's meekness. Easy to be entreated. Oh, let go. You let, just leave it. Okay. No, no, no. I will show him that I'm from. I will show you where the power lies. No, no. I will not accept it. No. Until ten people talk to a man of God. What kind of spirit are you? Are you? Are you made of? You're not being spiritual. The Bible says so. You are sensual. Spirituality does, does, does not reflect in the gifting that man, man has. It is your maturity. That's just your spirituality. Your level of spirituality is your level of maturity. Gentle, easy to be treated. If someone wrongs you, offends you, and the person says, I'm sorry, what again do you need to hear? Then the person will cry. You don't know. You, I will show you. What from this kind of wisdom? I'm spiritual. Say it. I'm spiritual. Full of the spirit. I'm spiritual. Full of love. Now, oh, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. The fruit of righteousness is sown in peace. It is sown in peace. Of them that make peace. So. Spirituality is a function of the mind being stayed on the realities that hold true on things that are true in the spirit realm. It is an alignment of the thoughts and action based on truth. I align my thoughts. Oh, there's no money in the pocket now and God says I'm rich. Okay, I don't think I don't have money. Spirituality is about faith too. It's a response of your, of your spirit to the truth, to what God has said, to the word of God. That's faith. The judge shall live by faith. The judge shall live by the spirit. It's a spiritual work. Faith is a spiritual work. Truth is the revelation of God's will and purpose and plans. God's will, purpose, plans, counsel. God's desire. God's intentions, the revelation of God's so when you know God's mind, so the word of God that comes to you is true, is the truth. What God is thinking, what what God's plans are, is real in Christ Jesus. The purpose of God in Christ Jesus, the will of God in Christ Jesus. The main purpose of man in the garden was to dress and to keep it. To dress and to keep the tree of life. It is when fellowship is um, uh, uh, it's so intense that God begins to show you his wisdom. You see wisdom. And, and that launches you into sonship. And sonship warrants the use and application of authority, the dominion that God gave. Truth is used by sons. Sons live by the truth. Sons of God are strong. The fellowship God had with Adam was a training for reigning. Training for reigning. You cannot hear God and remain the same. You cannot hear God and remain down. 
In Ezekiel 2, 2 Ezekiel said, And the Spirit entered me when He spoke unto me and set me upon my feet. You will stand on your feet. I heard Him. Now that you are in Christ, you have to know and understand this tree of life. You have to know. Ephesians 4 17. Understanding spirituality. Oh, Father, I thank you. These I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. The understanding is darkened. And separated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness. NIV says, having lost all sensitivity, <laughs> they have to be sensitive to the spirit, but they've lost all sensitivity. Verse 18 says, they are darkened in, the, in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their heart. 19. Having lost all sensitivity, how come you cannot hear God? Do you know that when you, are, when you are angry, the Spirit of God can just tell you or ask you, why are you angry? Like the way God asks Abel, Cain, why are you wrath? Why is your continent falling? Why are we frowned? Why is your joy stolen? See, they are they are understanding. They, they, they are backing in the understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their heart. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality. When you leave sensitivity, that is spirituality, you give yourself to sensuality. Feelings. When your mind is stayed on the spirit, your senses will never sway into the realm of soulishness. The Bible says, having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality as so as to indulge in every kind of impurity with a continual lust for more. They want to do more. Their soul always crave for more. With greed. But you have not so learned Christ. What is in Christ? You have to know him. You have to know him. That is why Ephesians 1, the same book 1, the verse 15 says, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in Lord Jesus, having come to Jesus, and having begun to love fellowship with the brethren together, the house of God, he says, Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give, grant unto you, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, in the knowledge of him, this spirituality, Wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, knowing God's mind, 
stay your mind on the realities that hold true in the spirit being aligned in your thoughts and actions with the truth and this truth tends to godliness the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know ye may know that he may know what is the hope of his calling you have to know why god called you what has the lord called you for that's actuality not saying I, I just want to finish my course i'm studying so hard so i can finish my course for what reason that i might have a good life for what reason that men will see that i also have a job and i'm blessed for what purpose why do you think god blesses us why do you think god blesses his people why do you think god has a very good life for you let me read to you from the Jeremy 8 18 but thou shalt remember the lord thy god for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is what is god's covenant to us now it is his son jesus the gospel and the gospel has the message of jesus it contains the gospel and that is the truth of the gospel the grace of god see god wants you to know the grace of god so much god wanted to know the grace of god in truth god wanted to keep and to dress the grace of god he wants you to study to increase to grow in grace and to share with others god's concern is much more about your life you are not supposed i told you in your own mind that listen god has said for anyone to finish his course to finish work in the book of acts 20 verse 24 he says, none of these things move me. None of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself. That I might finish my course. And the ministry which the Lord has given me. You will finish your course. You will finish your ministry. When you don't count your life so dear unto you. It is God actually who cares about your life. The Bible says, think not. Take no thought about your life, what you shall put on, what you shall be, what you shall eat, what you shall drink. Is your life no, no more valuable? What it says? Is your life no more valuable than the leaves of the field that today they are and tomorrow they are not? Be concerned about the gospel. God, that's God's wisdom. That's God's knowledge in Christ Jesus now for you. To know the hope of your calling. Knowing the hope of your calling. So what is the hope of your calling? <laughs> Beloved, you have to grasp this truth. The Bible says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance is. Saint. What is the glory? What is the glory of this inheritance in my life? To know this. 
This is what God wrought in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and set Him at His own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world but also in the, that which is to come. Look at Colossians 1. I think you'll be convinced today. Colossians 1. Spirituality is about thinking the thought of God, knowing God's mind for you, and walking in them. What are the plans of God for my life? Colossians 1, 3 through 6. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, that mm, you are a Christian now, and of the love which you have to all the saints, if you are a Christian, you must love the body of Christ. You have to love service, you have to love fellowship, meetings, you have to love them. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, what have you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel? Look at it. The word, the word of the truth of the gospel. The truth of the gospel. What is come unto you as it is in all the world and bring it forth fruit in as it doeth also in you since the day you heard it and knew the grace of God in truth. You have been called to know the grace of God in truth. Look at the verse 9. For these causes, the day you heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you should be craving. Father, I want to always know your will. I want to have understanding of all things pertaining to this life that I live. Why am I alive? Be in tune with the rhythm of, of, the, of, of, of the kingdom. Be in tune with the demands of the kingdom. That God can use you. That you are ready. If your man therefore should pledge himself from this, he becomes a vessel unto Hannah. Sanctified. Sanctified. He's the one that sanctifies. And you're the one to do the pledging. If your man therefore makes that effort to consecrate himself, the Lord shall sanctify him. Set him apart. He shall be uncommon. God has never called any Christian to live a common life. For this cause, we also since the day we heard it, did not cease to pray for you. And to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That he might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work. Spirituality makes us fruitful in every good work that we do. And increasing the knowledge of God. Strengthening with all might. According to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet, which has qualified us to become partakers of this inheritance of the saints in the light. Every child who is in the light shares the gospel. I, I, I want to read this to you from, from the book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 1, from the verse 4, amplified. Let me first read from the NIV. The NIV will just <laughs> confirm what I want. In the verse 8. Look at it. If you are not spiritual, you know by the way of this message. I always thank God for you because of His grace given unto you in Christ. All that God wants to give is grace. All that God wants you to know is grace. To understand the grace of God. The verse 6. Of Colossians 1 to understand the grace of God in truth. What is grace? And who is this grace? 
God wants you to understand the grace of God in truth. Many are concerned about their life. Like I told you, sexuality. Because um, this person will not take care of me, so I'll not like him. I'll not do this again. I'll not. It's not about that. It's about the spirit. It's about the spirit. It is about the spirit. The way of the spirit. No sexuality. God wants us spiritual. No sensual. Why are you no more there? Oh, I love this wife because my wife knew what God has given his word. Not to divorce. Because my wife did this to me and I cannot put up with my wife any longer. I can, it's all about sensuality. And that person cannot be easily entreated. A simple message, just a message, a word, should make you convert. Should let you regret for your actions. Should change your mind. And turn your heart after the things of God. Why you no more? Oh, because when I was sick, nobody came to visit me. After the fellowship, after the church, because they didn't come to minister to me. Whilst I was sick, whilst I was this. Check the Bible. The Bible says you should call for the elders of the church. You should write to them. Because the church will be very busy. Thinking about salvation of souls. Going out there. Very busy. Very, very busy. In as much as there's pastoral care and other things, there are other things to us. There are less ships that we need to. That you yourself should be concerned about. If your mind is set on spiritual things, you cannot be thinking about what the church couldn't do for you. You cannot do it. Or what your wife didn't do for you. You cannot think about it. That my wife refused me sex, so I'm sucking her away. Like, are you spiritual? Are you spiritual? You have to know the grace of God in person, in truth. First Corinthians 1, verse 4. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. That in everything you are enriched by Him. In everything, this grace enriches you. Set your mind on grace. Grace is truth. The Bible says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of, see, of God, full of grace and truth, and of his fullness, verse 16. The verse 14 is what I quoted. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We have, and of this fullness, of his fullness, the fullness of truth, the fullness of grace, have we received? Grace for grace. Oh, say it, I have received grace. 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 I grow grace. I grow grace. I grow grace, grace in my life. Grace. I multiply grace. I, multiply I grace. increase in grace. I increase in grace. See, grace of God will teach you. Teach you denying dominance. Set your mind on grace and not the law. Set your mind on grace. The grace of God that appears unto all men will separate you, distance you from. It, it will make your life so, so unique. Spirituality is a mindset. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. Let Jerusalem come to mind. It's a mindset. Your thoughts. Father, I thank you. For the grace which was given you. Look at the verse 5. That in everything, in everything, we are enriched. See, I'm enriched by him. <laughs> I am enriched by him. In everything, in everything, I'm enriched by grace. 
I am enriched by grace. That means you are drenched. See, you are drenched with grace. So much soaked. He says in our utterance that you know how to speak. The first thing is utterance. He grants you utterance. The way to speak, the way to tell others to lead them. These are calling. If you are not preaching the gospel, you are not spiritual. If you are not preaching the gospel because your mind is not set on things above. If you are not preaching the gospel because you are not kingdom minded. If you are not preaching the gospel because you are not seeking for the kingdom of God. And all other things shall be added. You dress and keep the kingdom. Dress and keep the kingdom. How would I grow the kingdom? How do I maintain members in the kingdom? How do I get these people still coming to church, joining the service? And other, these are the things you should be thinking about. And guess what? Honey, these are the things that will enlarge your heart with mental abilities, with resilience. And no, no situation shall be stronger than the largeness of your heart. The abundance of the sea shall be converted unto you. And your heart can wash any situation. Clean and you come out so clean. Spirituality. It's about the grace of God. Name the tree. Adam was known to be sensual. Adam was calmer. He couldn't sense. This is a tree. In as much as God said, eat of all the trees, Adam should have known. Because Adam didn't come to sonship, so he knew. Adam was not a son of God. He couldn't come into sonship. He was at a fellowship level, but he had never grown to, to, to the level of sonship. Why he know the truth? That what the devil was telling him was a lie. Although he was applying scripture, no, 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 he could not apply it exactly. God didn't say the day is part of it. He should not eat of the tree, that's all. Not to touch it. The serpent touched it and nothing happened to it. And that's more. But he could have used his spirit. Say I'm spiritual. Talk about your daughter. Say I'm spiritual. Go ahead, say I'm spiritual. I'm spiritually minded. Say it, say it. I'm spiritually minded. My spirit is set on the right course. I take the right thoughts. My thoughts are in alignment. I see my mind on the relatives that hold true in the spirit. I am aligned with the spirit of truth. I need a revelation of God's mind, His will, His purpose about my life. I know God's plans for my life, plans of good, plans of good to use my life. To tell the story of a son. My life is, is a testimony of the gospel. My life is for the gospel. My life is a testimony of the gospel. My life replicates the truth of the gospel in Jesus' name. That in everything we are reaching him, in all utterance and in all knowledge, verse 5, Amplified Version says, so that in him, in every respect, you were enriched in full power and readiness of speech to speak of your faith and complete knowledge and illumination to give you full insight into its meaning. The grace of God. As you set your mind on the things of the Spirit, it will enrich you in every respect. Understand that God gives you grace the very moment you are saved. 
in full power and readiness of speech. But you can't say, I don't feel like preaching. You will do it. Thank God you have a ministry that can say, let's, we are meeting in odd days. Let me tell you, if you want to live a normal life, do the normal things. But God can take you out of the normal, not the normal, the normal, normal routine. But God can call you at a time that people are feeling and say, pray for these people. Because you're prophetic. Because there's a relationship between, between you and God. Because of this secret, consecrated relationship, God can use it for his good works. But all men are playing football, they are rejoicing, they are doing other things, they are playing games, and God can call you. Get inside and pray for the nation Israel. Pray for, for England. Pray for America. Pray for Afghanistan. Pray for nations. But God can call and tell you this is what is going to happen. I want you to stop. I've seen the wings of the, of the enemy. Open. I want you to cut it down. Destroy it. And it might not flap against over the heads of men. God should be able to use you for this purpose. So God trains us for reigning. And we reign in grace. Verse 16. Verse 6. Even as the testimony of Christ was confirming you, God won't confirm the testimony of Jesus in you. He won't use your life to confirm that truly Christ is in you. To do the works of Christ. He won't use the testimony of Jesus Christ. Must be confirming you. That's God's plan for you. In verse 7, Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gifts as you eagerly wait for the Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. And I love the next verse. He says, He will keep you strong to the end. Listen to me. You are not the one to keep yourself. For the rapture of the church, you are not the one to keep yourself. You may try everything possible. But the thing is to stay your mind on spirituality. Stay your mind on grace. And grace will always send you. Grace will teach you and will ask you to teach others. He will keep you strong to the end. How do you overcome this? Listen, stay your mind, be fruitful. The Bible says, he, he has called you. You have not called me. I have chosen you. And I've called you to go forth. Go out there and bring forth fruit. Are you bearing fruit? Are you winning souls? He will keep you strong to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. You can be there and be praying, praying, praying for hours and be praying, saying, I'm a prayer machine. I'm... Are you winning souls? Your prayer should guide you. If you are praying the right prayer, the prayer of the Spirit, you'll be guided. You will know the habit of God. It's not about entering to the camp of the devil. I break the enemy. Who sent you to the camp of the enemy? Who sent you there? Is it in the Bible? Did you ever see Jesus saying, I, I go into the camp of this? Who told you to travel there? The Bible says, We are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. That means there are streets. There are condos. There are rooms. Jesus says so. There are mansions. Walk into the mansions with demarcations. Go into the realm of, of the prophetic and go and set from there. Go into the room of healing. Go into the room of, of, of liberty. Go into the room of helps. And come and relieve men of their burdens. And stop entering to demonic camps. The Bible says we have no fellowship with them. What are you doing there? My father, my father. Uh, today, I take authority and enter into the realm, the, the belly of the wheel, and I, I destroy. Who sent you there? Are you a suicide bomber? Who sent you there? The work of God must be done. We stop the enemy in his tracks. 
by praying for those who are having blindness of the you see of heart and mind to recover themselves you're not to be at war with the enemy my father my father i summon the thunder of heaven and i and i take every guns and pistol and machine and ak-47 <laughs> what is your report talking about guns or munitions <laughs> you see the weapons of our father are not canal <laughs> they are made through god to so the pulling down strongholds even for praying to start a prayer you need it's a stronghold in your mind wrong thoughts wrong firm belief I want your reaction on the platform after this message. If you have any question, I want your reaction. Wherever you're listening to this message from, in any format, uh, you you have to search on Facebook, Abundant Life Embassy. Yes, and um, look out for the information and make sure you join us. Uh, you can of course send a message to on our page and whatever, and we're going to address. On YouTube, the same on Alem Front, too. We are also there. You can send in your questions and we shall respond accordingly. Be spiritually minded. There is no, no spiritual man in the kingdom of God now who is not concerned about the kingdom. If you know the king, you love his kingdom. If you love the kingdom, you'll be, you'll be serving the kingdom and all other things shall be added. So it's none of this is with me. Be thinking about how to finish your course. God has called you, giving you an assignment. He never called you for your wife and for your husband alone or for your kid alone. There's a bigger work, a kingdom work for you to do. It's an assignment. There are souls that must know God through you, through your prayers. There are people who never accept the gospel unto you. But God tied them, tied them to your calling that your prayer will save them. Are you interceding? Are you praying for others? Concern about your own liberty, your plan, you already have your plans. By this, I should be here. I should be at the university by this time. These are all good things. I should be traveling by this time. I should be doing this by this time. I should have my own kids by this time. I should be. <laughs> what about God? What's God saying about, about your life to us all? What's the main thing? The main thing. What's your rule in the gospel? Did you hear the last, the last, the verse 8? He will keep you strong to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. The day that Jesus comes, you'll be blameless. Your love, your love. How can you be spiritual without thinking about the rapture of the church? That there will be woes, the, the earth is going to suffer woes for seven years. And they will rest. Those of us who are working for the Lord, who are laboring, shall enter into rest. You'll be there and be saying the church didn't help me. Be there. Be saying the I have a problem with the pastor. The pastor went, you know, came for my, my, my wife and went ahead of me to marry the woman I wanted to marry. And the, the leaders uh, did not share the money equally, did not really uh, give me. It happened in the Bible. It happened. When the church started, started growing in the book of Acts, it started happening. You see, so it is that um, 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 now the devil brought in certain things as the church was growing 
the devil brought in all sort of sort of things and others were seven tables whereas the work of god must continue or must do the work of god you see in, in the book of Acts, i think at six while the work of god in Acts six look at it verse one in those days when the number of the disciples were multiplied there were there arose a murmuring of the of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Uh, you know, uh, you are only showing discrimination. You are giving to the Hebrews more than. See, then we saw this racism, even in the church. Tribalism. In the church, but of course we are not there to share food. The work goes beyond just food. It goes beyond our inner meetings for ourselves for our soulish ends. If we are hearing the right word of God, we are praying, we are being trained right. What about, I think the grace of God should be able to provide for all things. If you have a good heart for the word of God, all these things shall be added. But look at it. They were concerned about the daily ministration. Look at it. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto themselves and said, and said, it is not it is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. We must not be there sharing food. Why must we, we don't have time for these things to be sharing? Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you, seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. It means that in serving people in the house of God, you require honest report, you must be honest. Sincere, full of the spirit and wisdom. But we will give ourselves continuing to prayer into the ministry of the word. <laughs> so are you part of the ministration of the of, of bread? I'm on the brethren. <laughs> are you the one that shares the money? Or you are the one that wants to be the recipient of the money or bread? That's canality. We don't even want to be the one sharing bread. We want to be part of see, the main work to be praying, to be interceding, praying for others to be full of the spirit, praying for others to also walk in the spirit. We want to, we want to come against the devil. That sways them from their purpose. We are praying that the eyes of the understanding of the members shall be open to see. We are praying for their stability. We are praying for their growth. Not to be seven tables. That's a side issue. The main thing is to give ourselves to prayer continually and to the word the administration of the word the ministry of the word to study the word meditate on the word and to share the word is a ministry to share study the word meditate meditate on the word and also to share with others prayer as a spiritual man prayer is key You will stand complete in the will of God for your life and not to remain so soulish. If you are you are failed in Christ, be very careful. If for some reason you are so offended, you see, you must be very careful. Offense, you see, offense is the reason many shall, shall miss out when Christ comes. Offense. Offense shall be the reason many shall you know actually miss out when christ comes many shall be offended 
Si mimi sababu fani ni muhimu. I add some chapter um oh thank you Lord Jesus. Acts 24:16 he says and even do I say myself to have always a conscience void of offense towards God. To have a conscience that is void of offense towards God and toward men. I will not take offense towards the men of God. Why are you no more coming to church? And because he didn't do this for me. Look at you. Are you still canal? Why are we still praying? Uh, yes, uh, because um, um, this man did this to me because um, the leader of the group did this or because uh, I, I can see uh, someone or I do see someone that I don't like. Acts 24 verse 16 is your scripture. And here do I exercise myself. That's unto godliness. It's in 1 Timothy 4 7. Exercise yourself unto what? Godliness. Now, he says, I do exercise myself to ha always have, to have always a conscience void of offense toward God. Jesus says in Matthew 18, verse 7, that woe unto the world because of offenses. For, you see, he says, woe. For it must need be that offense come, but woe to them, the man by whom the offense might come. And there's a mention that says that, um, it says um, that blessed is the one who shall not be offended in me. I'll find that scripture later and show to you. He blessed the one who shall not be offended in him. Um, Matthew, I think Matthew 11, but the verse is Matthew 11 16. Matthew 11 16. Matthew 11, the verse 16. But woe on but woe unto shall I like in this generation? It is like unto children sitting in the market, calling unto their fellows and saying, We have piped unto you. And ye have not danced. We have mourned unto you, and ye have not lamented. What's he trying to say? For John came neither eating nor drinking, and this, and they say he has a devil. Now, once the children pipe, you have to dance. Once there's a mourning, or we sing a dirge, you have to mourn. But how can you be so indifferent to the things of God? Because of your own offense, that you're offended. And someone so um you, you will not dance to the rhythm you know it's time for service or i'll not go why would you do that and you know so many people that come to me or follow and will say man of god i want you to be my spiritual father what have you for see for for years now i ask you why you have left your father did god actually ask you to come to me for that I might be only an instructor, but not a father unto you. Did God ask you? I think uh, I told Brother Ignatius the same, the same thing. I told him that, listen, God has not said so. I can be an instructor. But you have a father. Until it is legal, God shows me. Until God shows to me. I'm not in a, in a, in a, in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry. Because there are responsibilities and I have to give account.
see i have to give account of my leadership over your life if i warn you and don't i, I talk to you and don't take it you bear it i must not give any account of your life with bitterness or with pain that's what the bible says see the bible says to remember them them which have ruled over you who have spoken unto you the word of god whose faith follow considering the end of their conversation their faith follow so if that person fails to do the right thing it does his own look at the verse 17 hebrews 13 17 obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls as they that must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable for you when a man of god is not happy with you <laughs> it's not a good thing it's unprofitable for you it will not help you it 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 confronts your grace you do things to step into the love of the spirit so you go to your pastor again if you're a different one if you're a prodigal son you go to your man of god and apologize that's the right thing to do and think right apologize and start you'll be amazed at the way grace will start flowing in your life you you just struggle because you're not doing the right thing you cannot be part of a church and not be contributing meaningfully spiritually the bible says that every joint must what supply every joint supply and you are part of the church and you don't supply it's not good so the marrows see all the nutrients that flow through the bones will not get to your, your your point it won't get to where you are to never get to your joint because you are you are disconnected it says that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable for you let me read for an amplified version obey your spiritual leaders and submit to them continually and recognize their authority over you for they are constantly keeping watch over your souls and guarding your spirit welfare welfare as men that is why you don't just think like i don't i feel like going here i want to go and listen to this message without taking permission your spiritual welfare welfare no welfare welfare the well-being the wholeness of your spirit is also very important to the man of god and the whose leadership the holy ghost has set you as men who will have to render an account of their trust do your part to them do your part to let them do this with gladness and not with sighing and groaning for that would not be profitable for you either that's god's word that's the word of god listen i want you to understand god's word Matthew 11 6 did i read that one no i think that's the scripture i wanted Matthew 11 6 we are closing now jesus says this blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me 
that you will be late. Things will happen to you, but you will not be offended. You realize that the offense of these Grecians nearly swayed the disciples to come and serve them. They then they themselves are saved. But they need the wisdom of God. He said, No, we shall not choose men among you yourselves to say that we may give ourselves. So sometimes the complaints of others, the demands of others can take you out of God's will. Sometimes the good plans that people also have may take you out of God's timing and plans. That is why you need to be spiritual to discern. God is good, but is it the right time? Spirituality is about the timing and purpose. You can be doing the right thing, but if it's out of time with God, out of step with God, it is evil. What is not good is evil. Praise the Lord. So good, good suggestions must come in timely and must agree with God's purpose, God's counsel. It has to fall in line with God's plan. Where are you now? Where did God plant you? Where has God positioned you? And where have you also positioned yourself? Spirituality is the alignment of the way you think, your actions and your plans based on the truth, what God has for you. Are you in line with God's plan? Colossians 4, that is the prayer that I have for you. Inclusive, Colossians 4 verse 12. Epaphras prayed, who is one of you? You see, one of them was praying. Six, seven, and all and my all my state shall Takaikos declare unto you faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord, whom I have sent to you for the same purpose that he he might know your state and comfort my heart. You see your heart, and um, that you you know that he, he might know what is happening in that church at Colossi. Now then verse nine it says with with Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you, he's also one of you, but he's a brother brother. He was a member like you, but he has distinguished himself to become a brother, following the ways of God with me. They shall make known unto you all the things which are done here. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, this guy went into prison with the man of God. He called, he called this man a prisoner, fellow prisoner, standing by the man of God. And Marcus, sister's son to, to Barnabas, touching whom he received commandment, if he come unto you, receive him. And Jesus, which is called Justus, who is not Christ, who are of the circumcision, these only are my fellow workers unto the kingdom of God, which have been a comfort to me. I want to ask in Alem, are you a comfort to the man of God? Are you a comfort to the commission? Or you are now a source of worry that we need to now even pray for you, for your stability? Are you moving forward or moving backwards? Repent. Epaphras, who is one of you, just one of you, a servant of Christ, saluted you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Now, because this guy worked with Apostle Paul so much, you realize the content of his prayer, that he was praying for the stability of God's people. So he also was praying fervently, always, that God you would cause, why? How did the man of God got to know? If all that he was doing was to only pray in other tongues. How would he have known that this is what he was praying about? Because as he prayed, he was prophesying, Father, I declare that your people are standing, mentioning names, because Apostle Paul mentions names. I pray that this guy will stand perfect and complete 
in you. I pray, making mention that the, 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 the brethren in Colossi will stand perfect in all wisdom, will stand perfect and complete in your will. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise, Praise the Lord. Praise God. If you are not praying for a brethren, you better start. You better start praying. These are the things that you do that keeps you whole. These are the things you do. For the sake of time, I cannot um explain further to you. The book of um that's First Corinthians one, the verse four, three, verse eight. That it will be made strong, and Christ will keep it blameless until His coming. We are not judged for, you see, uh, how and whatever the life, but we are judged because of the works. We shall stand before the seat of Christ to, de to, de to declare our good for the Lord in His name. It's about the work for the Lord, work for the Lord, the work you do for God, and not based on just how you worked, but your work. God is, God is not going to ask you, so who didn't give you money? So when you were celebrating your birthday, who didn't call and who called you? It's not, it's not part of the gospel, please. It's not part of the gospel. Learn what the gospel is and dress it. Keep it. God bless you. God bless you. We are praying right now. Open your minds, all of you there. With that scripture, Colossians, open your mics, please. Open your mics right now. We are praying. Father, help me stand complete and entire you in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Open your mind, right? Let's pray. Let's pray together. Let's pray. Speaking our tongues right now. you go out and pray, go out and pray. God, let me stand complete in you. Let me stand complete and entire you. Go out and pray, pray, pray. That I am be preserved. In the name of Jesus, complete in Without dreaming. Until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, that Jesus will come and find you. On that rapture morning, that rapture day, that you shall find your place with him because you start complete fulfilling all the desires of the spirit not going your own way not being sensual but being spiritual moving in the direction of the spirit or being led by the spirit at all times not led by emotions Zizo Lebede, Maya Dolo, Sipo, Lebedosa, Ragedo, Zatla, Dada, Leda Brado, Venebo, Shate, Kadiza, 
God is calling on liberals. God is calling on liberals. God is calling on liberals. And you know the hope of the fallen. You stand complete. Father, use me for your own glory. Use me for your own glory. Use me for your own glory. In Jesus' name. Now, open your mics, all of you. This is the second prayer point. As led by the Spirit. We are praying 2 Corinthians 8, verse 7. Therefore, as ye abound in everything, it's about the grace. Let me start from verse 6. In so much that we desire Titus, that as he had begun, so he would also finish in you the same grace. One thing God wants to give is grace, and that's it. It's about grace. You have eternal life because of grace. You were qualified by grace. So to finish in you the same grace. The verse 7. Therefore, as he abound in everything in faith, in utterance, in knowledge, and in all diligence, in your love to us, it is compelled to love your leaders, love the brethren. If you don't find yourself loving church, loving fellowship, there's something wrong with you. Your spirituality is questionable. You must love. David said, I was glad when he said it. I was to me in terms of the rapture, preparing for the rapture, you have to love the garden of the saints. It is a demand by the Holy Ghost. You have to love in the kingdom of God in heaven. We shall be together. No one separate yourself. You cannot be self-willed, you cannot be distancing yourself from the gatherings of the of the saints. You don't move away, you don't veer off. You must love the gatherings. You should be happy that we have a meeting. You should be happy that we have a Kingdom said, When shall I appear before the Lord? When shall I appear before the Lord? Thinking about when he shall appear before God. Psalm 42. When again shall I appear before the Lord? The first two. Now, so we are praying. There are others who are enriched and they are bound in faith. When it comes to preaching of the gospel, in utterance, they are very strong, they are perfect, they have knowledge in the things of God and others are diligent maybe you can do all but you are not diligent today you come tomorrow you don't come today you give you give your time tomorrow you don't give today you give yourself to the service of God and the next time you are not there today you are available tomorrow you are not you are not being fair to yourself not allowing the Holy Ghost to use you now we are going to pray. See, see that you are bound in this grace also. Where do you think? Where do you think you are lying? Where, see, where do you think you are not living by the truth? In what area is it faith? Is it utterance? Is it knowledge? Is it diligence? We are praying. If it's diligence, that your spiritual life is not well regimented, well organized. If it's unruly, disorganized, disorderly. You are praying, Father. I have bound this grace also. Just as always, Lord, I have bound this grace to pray. As people are in faith, Lord, I have bound in faith. 
if it has good utterance, Lord, I abound. Let a prayer right now. Let's pray. Let a prayer. See that you are bound in Calabar. Lord, let me abound. Let me abound. You have enriched me in all things. You have enriched me in all things. Let me abound. Let me abound in this grace. The Lord, I will stand complete in you. I can put your gospel to many. I can be sold to Lord. But I'll bound in faith. I'll walk in faith. the knowledge of the mystery of God and godliness as Pastor Chris holds. I pray that I am bound and the position of the diligence of the general that I will go, I'll go, I'll go in this grace also. Our family grace in Jesus name. In Jesus name. I love the way you're praying. So finally, the Bible says, the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men, teaching and action, teaching and admonition. All that God wants to give us is this grace. And we are praying that the Spirit of God, see, the grace of God will teach us. Titus 2, 11 and 12. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world. We are declaring, looking for the, that blessed hope, that's the salvation, that's the rapture, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, that's the salvation of the church, that's the great hope. So we are declaring, Spirit of grace, teach me, admonish me continually, day by day, guide me, teach that I may deny ungodliness, worldly lust, to live soberly and righteously 
godly in this present world as i look forward to the coming of our lord jesus christ let's pray let's pray let's pray Paraba, about your rapture your own rapture pray pray i submit myself to the grace of god Teach me, teach me, teach me, teach me. Admonish me, lead me, guide me. Kaladabayaba to deny all every form of ungodliness, unrighteousness, zikur. let me always be on my watch let me be on my watch let me be on my guard what it is for you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, I deny sensuality. I deny what it lasts. I deny. I renounce the hidden work of darkness. The work of darkness do I denounce now. Live my life now. I never know that man is never sensual. I never settle on sensuality. I am spiritual. I can only lose touch with sensuality. In the name of Jesus, I have to lose sensuality. Oh, shall be added apostle paul said in the book of Acts 2024 none of these things move me all the challenges the things you are telling me you can't scare me out of you can't buy me out of doing the work of god you can't you can't demotivate me you can't discourage me so none of this is me. why because he said i can't do my own life so dear unto me i have given my life to christ and i, I am his servant i am his slave i am willing to work for him i have not recovered myself from 
that death to sin i am dead to sin and alive unto him the life that i have now is the life of god i want you to pray finally father set in my heart give me the heart of love that i might love the kingdom let me seek for the kingdom let me look forward to the kingdoms the kingdom's call the kingdom's uh, um, um, uh, opportunities the kingdom's opportunity to work the kingdom demand i pray give me love special love for the kingdom of god let me love the kingdom and let me love the work of the kingdom go ahead and pray this shall add all things unto you go ahead and pray we're willing to lose our lives we're willing to be with you we're willing to avail ourselves in the name of Jesus, we are honorable. We are honorable. We are godly. In the name of Jesus. Now the Bible says, "Finally, this it's all about your life." Now the Bible says in the book of Psalms, "I have never seen the seed of the righteous begging bread." You must never beg bread. 
He said, I'll be young and I'm old and never seen the seed of the righteous forsaken. God does not forsake the seed of the righteous. God does not forsake. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. And our trust in the Lord now is by working for the kingdom. Oh, fear the Lord. He is saying, for there's no one to them that fear him. As you serve him, there will be no want. The young lion do lack and suffer hunger. But they don't want any good thing. Anyone that seeks opportunity to be relevant to the kingdom of God, to win souls or what have you, an opportunity. You can be there, you hear people talking, you realize you don't know the word of God, you just step in there and win a soul, save a soul. The Bible says they shall never lack any good thing. And I declare unto you today that they shall never lack any good thing. As the Lord has caused your heart to ponder on ways of Zion, how to win souls, how to retain souls for visitation, for utterance, to preach the gospel, to reach out to others. May you never lack any good Amen. thing in the name of Jesus. May there be no want to you. May there Amen. be any want. May there be no want in your life. Amen. And I declare that God shall not withhold any good thing from you. Amen. In the name of Jesus, you shall not lack Amen. any good thing. Amen. All the things that make up for excellence as the Lord giving you. And activate all the good things that God has given you for godliness and for good life. May they come up now in the name of Jesus. May your love for God now be your key to prosperity. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless them with a the priestly blessing. Labor for the kingdom of God that they be concerned about the salvation of souls and they will stand together in union to win the world for Christ. The Lord is can count us, count on us for the salvation. The Lord, you use us for your own purpose, for the kingdom purpose, and for every good use. In the name of Jesus, I declare that this one's Lord shall have speed in their life to fulfill every desire. Wherever, Lord, they come short, I declare today by the prophetic grace and by the apostolic proclamation, I proclaim a reconciliation. And I declare, Lord, that you restore them. Let their soul be restored. Let yes, the joy yes. of their salvation, Lord, be restored. Yes, Let them love the work yes, of, the, of, the, of the kingdom. Let them walk in line with yes, the purpose Lord. of their lives. I declare, Lord, that they shall never lack yes, zeal. Lord. Let them never lack zeal. Uh, Let them grow in zeal. Let them oh. increase in intensity. Let their love for the kings of God grow ever more. Let them stand yes. in the wisdom of God. Let them become perfect <laughs> and entire in all spiritual understanding. And I declare, yes. Lord, that spiritual understanding wisdom shall be their portion. Yes, they shall never lack yes, the ability, ah. the faith, the utterance, ah. and yes. diligence. Yes. They shall be so diligent. Yes. They shall serve yes. you. They shall be faithful in spirit. Yes. Father, yes. I activate their spiritual, their spiritual senses. The Lord ah. will hear you. They will see you. Yes. And they will know yes. your direction. They will know the rhythm of the kingdom, and they will know the rhythm of the sun, and they will enter profession for their life. I think for their life, for their life. Father, preserve them, spirit, soul, and body. Father, preserve them, keep them blameless. Keep them blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord we shall stand before you and declare that you say unto us that good and perfect, that good and perfect, faithful servant. Enter into my rest. Let his word go ahead of them. 
I bless their work. I declare that your goodness shall follow them. I declare that today be a special day unto them. Let let me be a special day unto them. Let let me be a special day them. Let goodness follow them. Goodness show them a token of goodness. Let them not any time we let them not any time we any time our mind is set on the kingdom. You truly add all things. If there be any sickness in their home, I send for the healing. If there be any sick one, I send for the healing. If there be anyone yes, that is mourning, Lord, I declare and I send them laughter and joy. Let joy be their portion. Let laughter be their portion. Let their children, Lord, be taught by you. I declare, Lord, that everyone connected yes. with this person, Lord, right now, shall have their children taught by you. Yes. You said in Isaiah before, Lord, that our children shall be taught by you. Let them have a discrete knowledge. Let them be so special when it comes to wisdom and knowledge. Let them be taught by you. Lord, counsel them and let them know the fear of the Lord. Let the children of the Lord yes. be their portion. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I love you. I love you. Together we say, surely, surely, His goodness and mercies are following us. All the days of our lives, for the Lord, forever and ever. Let us share the good together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, glory, You shall see glory. glory. You shall see glory. Laughter, joy shall characterize this week. Joy shall be forever.